Messenger's Genius Zone. This is the podcast that is going to transform your life in the five key areas. This is your health, your energy, your relationships, your wealth, of course, your God-given purpose to ensure you're tapping into your zone of genius and living your legacy life. As the author of the transformation experience through the five master keys, it is my privilege to bring to you some of the most passionate coaches, healers, leaders who are gonna expound on their zone of genius. We groom them to come forward and really speak their message so they will reach you and you will have a higher quality of life through some of the most powerful world-class modalities on the planet. Enjoy, sit back and relax as you hear our next segment. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Terry Messenger's Genius Zone. I'm really excited tonight because I have an amazing woman. This is a woman who is all about mindset and emotional mastery. Now, why is this lady so passionate about mindset? and emotional mastery. Well, you're going to find out in just a moment. But she has a background in HR and she has worked in corporate world, in the professional field with financial background. Wow, that's amazing. I could certainly use some of her tips and tricks in that. And she also knows the way to utilise and develop corporate women and high achieving mothers so they can reclaim and revive who they are. So this reclamation and revival zone of genius that you're going to hear right here on this podcast is brought to you by a beautiful woman. Her name is Vanessa and she's going to teach us her whole sequence to where she came before she came into the online space and how she was able to redefine success to become truly unstoppable. So with no further ado, let's bring on Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. How are you? Hi, Terry. I'm great. Thanks for having me today. You are absolutely welcome. So tell the audience, whereabouts are you located? I am actually in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Ooh, so it's a little chilly over there. Oh, very chilly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't mean to uh, go to the opposite spectrum, but we're about 36 degrees here in Australia. 
that's literally the opposite spectrum. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> it really, really is. So, Vanessa, you know, you've obviously come from a, a background where you were doing HR professional and, you know, working with the financial. What actually made you step into the online space? Yeah, definitely. We could talk about that. Um, I guess giving you some background about uh, that story. So um, I just was at the point that success felt impossible as a mother. At my last job, I had four different managers in about five years and two babies over that time. And every time I had a baby, I felt I needed to reestablish myself and my worth to each of these new managers and I was going nowhere in my career and mm. it felt like my growth was stunted. I was drained um, between, yeah, proving my worth again to the new manager, uh, to each new one and coming back and just trying to be a mom. And I just felt like I was didn't know where my trajectory is gonna go. Like I still had this passion that I wanted to be part of something and work and provide for my family, right? And I was disempowered and it didn't feel like I had any more drive or motivation in the career, in my career growth. And mm. then through this, um, so I'm coming, I had my first baby, came back, and then I had my second baby and the pandemic hits. And then my, I, uh, my my father suddenly passed away through the pandemic and I was completely stopped in my tracks. Um, I started mm. questioning what the meaning of life was, what kind of success am I really chasing here? Um, the relationship I had with my father was a rocky one. I kept saying one day we'll, we'll, we'll become close again. It was just one day and I put a lot of my energy into fixating on the future and when things will become better again, when I'll get that break. And so mm. I'm in this, yeah, I'm in this big kind of awakening where the pain of continuing in this grind and hustle, the pressure, responsibilities, and my relationships were too much to bear. I had no choice to stop looking outside of myself and I turned inwards. It really slowed down, um, really truly wanted to fix myself because I didn't want to go keep moving forward and all the pain, right? So I joined a meditation group, um, slowed down, uh, got some coaching and some guidance um, and grounded into my true values. I got really clear on that. It got clear on my true vision and opened up my mindset to the new possibilities and really conquered all my fears into courage. Um, wow, that's amazing. And, you know, it's, I, I believe too, like I hear so many people that are miserable in the corporate world, in their jobs. And, you know, personally, Vanessa, I'm not disciplined enough to be in a job where I have to answer to somebody who I don't get along with or I don't align with 
or where my values are not being served, I just couldn't get out of bed for that kind of thing. So I know that there are so many other people out there that are really in that same position where they're, you know, they're feeling like they're on on that, you know, grinding wheel where they're not having that fulfillment they truly want. But I am absolutely sure that when your father passed, that must have been a big wake-up call for you. Did you kind of like, did that kind of give you a whole different perspective of life and what you wanted and how you were going to go forward? A hundred percent because I'm such an anxious person and I really always like look forward to the next thing and the next thing. And um, like I said, I was always waiting one day we'll, we'll repair our relationship. And then the time just, it just happened way too fast. It was out of my grasp. And then he also passed away. It was suddenly, and he was also very young too. And it just, it didn't make sense. And I just realized also just how precious time is. And that's something we come into motherhood mm -hmm. as well. Right. So you just realize how you have no time for yourself and how are you yes. supposed to get this done and how are you going to get to your next level? It's, it's very mm. precious. It is indeed, absolutely. And, you know, there's that element too where I hear that you were living in the future and this is something that's very typical, especially in young people's lives. And I remember being a young mum and, I mean, sometimes when you're not in your, you know, core soul purpose, you tend to kind of look to the future almost for that, you know, that spark in your life to help you to move forward. And yet all as you're doing, really, I know this from my own personal experience anyway, is chasing after the wind because you're, you're not really living in the present. So it sounds to me that, you know, you've learnt a lot about how to come into the presence and and enjoy this moment because I guess this moment is the the greatest moment we'll ever have but tell me how have you managed to get yourself through or have you even got through the fact that you always wanted to repair that relationship with your father even though he is your senior, even though he brought you into the world, even though like if you're looking at it from a logical human being sense, it would almost make sense that, you know, our parents would make and want to have that, that closure and that kind of, um, I guess, that, that, that ability to come together. But obviously you have been given some really wisdom, wise cards where you've gone, well, if this is what I have to do, that's what I want to do. But you obviously thought it through a lot. You obviously thought about making amends with your father in some way. And then obviously when he passed, how did you actually bring that into fulfilling that mission? Yes. So um, grieving obviously uh, happens. It's continuous. <laughs> it's a journey. Yeah, but it uh, it, uh, it's, it's basically 
taking layers off of the onion. You just, you take little bit by little bit. I wouldn't dive into it uh, all at once because it's a lot to handle, but that's what I did. I just was more open to receiving the lessons and truly looking at myself and where I could have, what I could have done differently, what he could have done differently and um, finding some compassion in all of that because it's obviously in the dynamic, like you had mentioned, he's my father and I'm the child, right? Um, there's, there's just this part of us that wants, um, wants them to make the right decision, but, and do the work and come forward. But there's, there's parts of me that I ruminate about and, oh, I could have done this and I should have done that. And the thing is, at the end of the day, we can only go as deep and as far as we can to the level of emotional mastery that we have within ourselves. So I was only able to love them as much as I loved myself. And yes. same with him. And now that I have met myself deeper, I, I have compassion for who I was before and who I am now. And it couldn't oh, have been any other way. <laughs> and yeah. that was the lesson. And it's, it's beautiful within itself and yep. I'm still whole no matter what. Absolutely, you are indeed. I, I do believe every chapter of our life is, you know, called to be. And so exactly how everything happened and how everything evolved is how it was supposed to be. Now, it's really interesting too, Vanessa, that you already have with the universe made that contract to have actually finalized and 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 brought that relationship into fullness with your father because it was done by your intention right so the fact that it was there the universe heard it guess what isn't it great to know the good news is that you know your father moving on and beyond he would feel and he would know that intention in his infinite power of, you know, having gone to the next world. That's my belief anyway. I'm not sure what your thoughts are on that. But, you know, spirit never dies, right? I 100% agree with you. Like the love I have for him now and the compassion it is just, it's so, so much deeper and it's just beautiful. And that's the memory I hold with me. Mm. And, you know, when I'm dealing with clients and some of them have got some absurd stories that are almost seemingly humanly unforgivable, and yet even when you can bring them to that point of going back and really looking at, hey, look, what's the purpose? Because even with myself, you know, I understand that the reason I do what I do and the reason I'm so passionate about what I do is because I felt a conviction through my own pain and my own pain that stemmed from that little girl 
that didn't feel loved or didn't feel good enough or didn't feel adequate, who was, you know, had that always sort of walked around with that kind of inner feeling of being fundamentally flawed. And, you know, when I look at it, that's where my conviction rose from where I know that when you've suffered something where you feel so bad about yourself at, at that level where in my case it was that I felt so insignificant. I felt like, you know, I wasn't good enough, I wasn't smart enough, I was the black sheep, you know, I was like the person that was cast aside. So that's what made me come to that decision where I said, I drew a line in the sand and I said, you know what, every single person on this planet deserves to be important and discover their zone of genius. And that's where I find most people's zone of genius comes from. So when you're looking at your emotional mastery of where you've converted over from corporate into the coaching space. Can you tell us about some of the elements that you are really wanting to gift to the world? Yes, definitely. So the in my past life and also anyone that works in corporate can identify with this, we put, we put walls up, right? We don't let people in as much um, and we're not, and by doing that, we're not truly being authentic. We're not being our fully ourselves. And that's the key to your happiness is showing up fully, joyfully, and not exactly like not having that wall up. Like it comes down to connection and that's our humanness, right? And mm. so for me, I had this hat I was wearing. I was HR professional. I had to keep business separate from getting to know my employees or my managers too deeply and I didn't want to have those lines crossed over and now I realized um if I had gone back if I go back <laughs> if I go back in the mm-hmm. corporate world like that would be my strength actually <laughs> that's yes, how I would wow. actually succeed is by mm-hmm. connecting with people on a deeper level and I, I see that now I was in my own way but you can only get as far as you know yourself so i had to meet myself on a deeper level and go into the underworlds and really feel my pain and embody that to come through and be able to feel it all and now i'm open to it all and Mm. i feel like i feel unstoppable (laughs) i mean well that's amazing and i can understand why you would feel unstoppable because you know, if you've been locked into that mindset, and I have to say that I've seen this happen to people. In fact, the story is so fresh. It's like hours ago where I had a woman who was sharing something with me and she was in this bind where the person that was trying to tell her what to do happened to be not only her sister-in-law, but the person who was paying her her every week so it was almost like she was being you know almost you know passive and not actually stating her truth or her boundaries because she was in fear of losing her job 
And then there was this whole money situation of, well, you know, if I don't do the right thing, then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to miss out on where I am now. And yet I'm hearing someone like yourself saying, if only I could have owned myself, I could have gone back and I could have actually, you know, stated um, some of those things and connected with people just as I wanted. And yet it was all supposed to happen, right? So you're obviously called to really speak to these women that are in the corporate world who may be really caught up in that kind of a almost sabotaging block where they're not being true to themselves. So what would you say to that woman who perhaps is is not allowing her real self to come through and is kind of subordinate, if you will, into that kind of corporate world? I think the key to me was really the slowing down. Um, mm -hmm. You can't catch yourself um, in your your mind and your thoughts, and there's just this underlying right bitterness, resentment, <laughs> um, yes. guilt, and shame, and you you don't catch it because your mind is just it's it's racing all the time, and you just you just frustrated or angry or overwhelmed with it, right? You're just living, grinding mm. every day, right? And the biggest thing is to slow down, start becoming aware of your thoughts, aware of your feelings, uh, just naming the feeling. And like that's the biggest step to start to create change is creating that awareness around the mind. And once we start being able to identify those things, because I couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even identify some of my feelings. Like it took me a long time to figure out that I was angry. <laughs> For example, wow. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know anger lived inside me. To me, that was like, and for women, uh, that's a taboo kind of feeling you can't show anger, right? Uh, we're Seems very be... masculine almost, doesn't it? Yes, like we're not allowed to, that's a whole societal thing. And the, mm. the good girl kind of um, persona, um, especially in the corporate world. And so when you slow down and are able to notice the mind and notice the thought and not identify with it and just realize this is your programming, this is just, these are just learned behaviors and that it's not really you. Mm. This, that separation is key and it's integral to realize that you are just observing the thought. You are like who you are is so much holier than how the mind is working. And when we create that separation, we don't identify with it and then we can start to break it down. And hence why I call myself a mindset and emotional mastery coach is we yes. start breaking down the mindset the thoughts and the feelings, and then we start embracing those because the key to your freedom is embracing the feeling and allowing it to be here. And it only takes 90 seconds to feel an emotion um, and for it to let it pass. But so many of us are just holding on to so much energy. And once we feel it, we free it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that's a big, you know, gold nugget right there is that people are just doing these patterns and feeling this pain and then, you know, getting out of it or turning to alcohol or turning to food or turning to self-sabotage. And they're not understanding that actually if they embrace it and they become aware of what is actually happening, it's true. It's such a massive part of emotional mastery. So, you know, obviously turning the biggest fears into that identity. Can you tell us how you were able to really identify your inner woman um, through having come through, you know, losing your father, being in the corporate world, becoming a mother. Um, tell us about what your journey was from where that was, where you actually made that change and had a breakthrough. What actually happened for you? Um, I was, how I made the breakthrough. Um, just a sec here. So, yeah, I just had my second baby. Um, he was about three months old when my father passed away. And so I was not sleeping because <laughs> you're doing two, two hour feedings at that time. So that took me a yeah. while to kind of uh, really get some space to um, feel the grieving that I was going through. But mm. um, I joined a meditation group because it was just too much to bear. Um, I think when he was about five months old. And so I just, I started building myself all while I had two, two young babies and I would do these um, meditations and meet with people uh, after my baby had gone to bed and I would just do an hour and just start just being with myself and just, mm. just feeling my, my inner power and I started to just feel into the body and that's where everything is held. Um, just finding that that life force and identifying, and I think that's what the meditation brought for me mm. is mm. is locating it and realizing that there was something more. Yeah, I I mean you know Joe Dispenza says it. You know meditation is that you know, that, that it's the gateway to rewiring and refiring your mindset. And what would you say to the busy mother who perhaps is also working? Because, you know, sometimes life can be so incredibly busy, people can be on the go that they don't know how to slow down. Do you have any tips on how that woman, you know, that perhaps doesn't know a lot about meditation, like how they can really tap into their inner world and you know put themselves into that state of so that they are empowering themselves through meditation yeah definitely so meditation as well I'm just going to add that it it allows you to slow down and it, it actually resets your nervous system and that's such a big component of the type of mothers that I work with there's just so much anxiety and grinding and and all that um so by 
simply like the meditations I do, um, literally 10 minutes a day is all you need and just a, a little habits that make big changes. And that's basically what I am all about is small habits to make change. Um, so when you're slowing down, you're just coming back to the breath, to that life force energy and just being with yourself and by doing that too that's a big component is just being aware of the thoughts and it starts to create separation because you're just noticing the thoughts and we always say notice the thought and just let them fall down like snowflakes just continue <laughs> to breathe right and it just it's really calming and then when you have that for yourself you know you can always come back to it and I think by slowing down the meditation, the nervous system, coming back to yourself, it creates safety. And that's such an important component um, to working with, with these women is it's always safety first, right? We've got to create that safety yeah, yeah. within the body, within the mind in order to, to get to the deeper stuff that wants to be felt. Absolutely, 100%. And so isn't it, it's it's good, you know, for these women to be able to hear that you only need 10 minutes a day. When do you recommend that that's done ideally? So for me, um, my meditation teacher always recommended doing it first thing in the morning uh, because you're still kind of in that alpha state um, and you can really you can really grasp it a lot faster, but but yeah. I had just had a baby and it just wasn't working with my schedule. So if you're a new mother, you just do it when you can. And for me, it was definitely just doing it at night and even doing it at night after I put the baby to bed and get that golden 10 minutes of peace, especially with yeah. two children. It was just Absolutely. something I found for myself. And and that's such a, a big component of self-care, right? Like, and it's, difficult to find that as a mother like if you find 10 minutes to be with yourself right um that's literally all, all you need then that small habit that small change will make such a difference in your life because then anytime kids get out of hand or <laughs> life is stressful <laughs> you can come back to that part yep. of yourself you're like i'm still here Absolutely. And I think you've really nailed it by saying it's just those, you know, that small, you know, amount of time every day, because there are so many people, they'll write these big, long, ambitious lists, and they'll set all of these unattainable goals. And because they can't do it, they beat up on themselves, and they don't even start the list because they've overestimated whereas if you're saying well hey I'm going to do one little thing every single day I know that some of the greatest gurus will say when you can stick to the one thing and just make it really simple and do something that you know is going to be easy and even in a way where it might be that hey if you didn't get around to doing it first thing in the morning it's okay don't beat up on yourself I think that's another magic little nugget right there because so many people will say oh I didn't get to the gym or I didn't do that it doesn't matter but if you kind of say well there's always a new now so what about if you were able to you know even walk onto the grass 
and actually remove your shoes and let the, the soles of your feet just connect into Mother Earth and just stand there in Mother Earth and feel that connection, right, and just breathe deeply. I mean, even that has got to be a great thing, right? Oh, yes, I love grounding. That's, that's the best feeling. It really, really is. So tell us about maybe what the woman, because I know you do deal with women. I mean, obviously, this is a show where we have men and women. Um, but I know for you, because you're dealing with that corporate woman, that mother, that busy woman, um, what can she expect when she does come into your program? What can she expect to receive, say, on the other side when she comes through? What's she going to be feeling like? What are some of the, you know, things that she's going to recognise and really experience? Yes, so my my one-to-one -one, uh, package and how I work with people, um, it's all tailored to the person, but generally flows the same kind of way. We would build um, your meditation practice. Like I said, it's just 10 minutes a day. You fit it where it fits for you because we really want to slow down the nervous system, create safety within the body and the mind. And I'm all for the meditation practice. And then through that, we would meet um, to have coaching, usually weekly, might be bi-weekly, whatever we decide works for us. Um, we start creating awareness, and this is the mindset uh, coaching. We'll create awareness of your thoughts, of the patterns, um, new perspectives, and then we ground that through acceptance um so you're creating the awareness of the burnout the feelings the avoidance um typically um and then we ground into acceptance we find our self-compassion um and new ways of feeling and seeing things and then we spring into aligned action so that's what we were talking about in the building the Ooh, new that habits. sounds good and <laughs> Yeah, I suppose for the woman who's feeling burnt out and exhausted, there's that element of being drained when they're not even exercising. So they're just, you know, mindfully drained because they're they're really they're incongruent, aren't they? They're just not aligned with their values. And so life feels like it's pressured and it feels hard. But it's interesting when you totally can ditch and dissolve and let go and release and really learn how to come in and center yourself and get that whole nervous system so it's cleared and purified and operating how the energy returns in so much abundance. So tell us about the activation. What are you doing when you're taking that woman now? So you're taking them from the burnt out, feeling drained, feeling like they haven't perhaps been setting their, you know, their truth, their boundaries, and obviously getting them to recognize it and become aware of who they are and maybe even become into that 
that confidence of speaking their truth. Um, what do they do once they are really in that level? How do you activate them or what do they do moving forward? Yes. So through working together and coaching, we get really clear on your true desires and your true vision. And when you know who you are and what, where you're going, that um, really stands in your, your confidence and your conviction of, of who you are. And therefore, you're able to create the boundaries and lessen the burnout because you know where the line is. And through that, we transform all the judgment, the criticism into self-love and compassion and release all the brokenness, the unworthiness, and we activate uh, your presence and your and you embody your personal power. Mm, mm. And I think from that fear where there was that fear of failing, that fear of being rejected and, you know, kind of all being in, in that passive way, I, I often find that when you are moving people forward, you know, at that level, what happens is even if things change radically or if they move out of one space of their job into another, for example. It was always going to happen. And I can remember I conducted a, a whole seminar for a, a big actual organisation and most of them were tradies, men, and there were women administration. And we went through, you know, all of those grounding exercises. We were teaching them meditation. We were teaching them how to own their truth, how to speak their truth, how to really come into the centre of themselves and really get to know who they are at their core. And um, this was a two-day seminar. And come Monday, because we were, my husband and I had a clinic at the time, um, and the boss or the guy that hired me came in and said, what on earth have you done to all my staff, Terry? I said, well, what, what are you talking about? She goes, he says, well, this person's resigned, this person's been promoted, this person left their partner, all these radical things happen. And I leaned across and I looked at him and I said, I didn't do a thing. What happened is rather than a slow death, we fast-tracked them into their own truth. So everything that you've seen happen in this short amount of time would have happened, only it's happened sooner. 100%. It's crazy and it's so insightful and it's just beautiful to watch people mm. just leap into their truth and who they are and it, it's so that's that's such a cool story <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, just, it's such a typical scenario. And, uh -huh. you know, there is, an, there is another little element too that happens because I know that, you know, you work in the same kind of field. So one of the, it's almost like I, I almost give it as a disclaimer, you will change when you come through this. So it's not that you're changing into a different person. You're actually uncloaking and unmasking and unveiling and peeling back that onion and becoming more of your real self. So what that's going to mean is that you're going to show up and there's going to be some damn bloody resistance. 
<laughs> there's going to be resistance people are not going to like it some people are going to resist some people are going to be like the crab pot trying to pull you back in and you know and then there's other people that are going that are going to look at you and go wow but if you can sustain yourself and you can stick to your guns and really stand true to yourself because i know i went through this this is my own personal journey i went from being that like self-dilapidated, no confidence, no self-worth, biggest doubting Thomas of myself in the entire planet to quite an empowered woman what seemed overnight and people couldn't accept it. And I think it took a long time. And when people saw that, oh, this is not going to go away, this is not going to go any away anytime soon. So then there's the adjustment of, all those close people around and i guess this is the next level and i if i was asking you a question here i know that i'm having to deal with someone right now who i'm dealing with one-on-one -on -one and she's coming to me with all these issues oh i'm getting this flat from my sister-in-law i'm getting this flat from my daughter and i'm saying to her this is the part where you've got to set your boundaries what would you say to this woman who is growing, identifying herself, coming into her own mastery? And obviously the world around her is changing very rapidly. You know, what, what tips would you give her to sustain herself and, and hold true to who she is? Because a lot of people will think, oh, I think I'll just, you know, fall back into the odd underdog or being in that old comfortable state that I was in because it seems, you know, almost easier. What would you say to that woman? Yeah, definitely. So contrary to popular belief, um, boundaries are something that start inside you, right? So you can't change your external circumstances until you heal the internal. And when you have, when you've ignited that, that vision and you know who you are, then your boundaries are going to become very clear to you. And if you're in that position where, yeah, the change and the resistance is coming up and it's it's hard, I think you just need to come back to that vision and what you want for yourself and you're making that decision for you. So the, the boundaries are grounding you and the boundaries are for you to know what you will and won't accept and really boundaries are your loving standards for yourself and when you take it that direction i find when it's for you and that you're not putting them on other people then it changes the whole the whole way we we uh we go about them right because you're you're putting your foot in the sand um for yourself and not mm. telling other people what they can and can't do. You're just saying, ah, this is where I am at. This is what I'm accepting. And this is, is or isn't for me. I hope you people out there are listening to this. And especially the woman that I talked to today, because she's just gone through a massive transformation. And I know this is the part where she's, you know, in that wobble stage where she could look down and go back or she can keep going 
And I know I said to her, what you need is boundaries. So that's very, very, very good gold nuggets right there, Vanessa. Thank you so much. And look, I, I would like to say to you, if you could, you know, give the audience that's listening, you know, I guess a, a, a little bit of a, an overview on what you're going to be offering because I know you've got some really exciting things coming up and you know pretty soon you're going to be stepping in to the world of going from one-on-one -on -one into the group programs so this is really a great time to jump on board with Vanessa and have that exclusive one-on-one. -on -one. What would you say to the woman out there that is listening, that is praying for your service? What can they expect and what will you do for them? Yeah, I think I jumped ahead a little bit uh, before and touched on it, but I, I will again. So my one-to-one -one signature program is called Reclamation and Revival, and we find your next level of success. So um, together we would work on getting really clear on your true desires and your true vision. And we would transform the judgment and criticism into self-love and self-compassion. And we release any brokenness, unworthiness, and we activate your presence and help you embody personal power so that you can step into all that you are, feel success, and become truly unstoppable amazing uh, amazing absolutely incredible and how is the best way for this woman to find you vanessa yes so i'm a mindset and emotional mastery coach um i, I can be found on instagram my handle is hello dot coach dot Vanessa or I'm on LinkedIn as well um, Vanessa Poirier you can find me there beautiful that's just so good so yeah just go there and find Vanessa because you know I say that you cannot change anything in your life on the same level as you are now. If you are going to make a change, you do need to move to the next level. You need to know something at the next level that you may know, but you may unconsciously know. So this is where this deep work that Vanessa is doing is really going to tap inside and help you redefine your success and you know take all of those elements of where you've come from your pain your story and turn your pain into your power turn your story into your glory and i think the most important part is and what i've heard you say um, is really it's that self-awareness it's that self-acceptance and it's the ability to be able to turn your biggest fears into your success. You nailed it. Love that. <laughs> mm. So if you've got any last words, what would you say? Um, 
I know that things are difficult, you're frustrated, you're overwhelmed, um, but you know, it's time for a change. Um, I know these women are ambitious. They want to have a great career. They want to provide for their family, but the overworking and constantly trying to prove yourself and feeling unworthy and looking outside for that validation in love and all the wrong places is not going to get you where you want to go. Um, it's so important to slow down and stop chasing the next thing or you're missing out on life. And I, I know myself how success feels impossible as a mother and you want so much more and you deserve more. You deserve a life that empowers you, not one that drains you. You deserve a lifestyle that preserves your energy and your time, your money and your freedom with your loved ones. So when you're at that point <laughs> where you know another yoga class isn't going to solve it, making another change um, and you're ready to go deep inside and, and make the real change at the root and dissolve all of your fears and all of that overwhelm and anxiety then and transmuting all your failure into into your story your next your next level of success then i'm i'm the woman for you <laughs> yeah yeah bringing them back into their remembrance love it absolutely love it thank you so much vanessa i mean I wish I had heard this message, you know, when I was a young mum because I know um, that at that point in my life, that's when I was really grappling and this message um, would have been exactly what I wanted. So if you're out there and you have heard this message and this is resonating, make sure you take this opportunity because this is an opportunity like right now, there's a lot of coaches that work in big programs and they're servicing so many people. But Vanessa is transitioning at the moment and right now, and I'm sure that if you actually state that you heard this podcast, she will still see you one-on-one, -on -one, even if this is in three years from the time that this is broadcasted. So thank you so much, Vanessa. And if I can just ask you to wait backstage, and um, I just want to give so much gratitude for your gold nuggets on our show today. Thank you so much. It was so great to share and connect with everyone. <laughs> Wow. So now you've heard it. So you know what to do. Go and find Vanessa. Now, maybe you have a story. Maybe you would like to share on this podcast of Terry Messenger's Genius Zone. Wander over to my website, terrymessenger.com, book a call, Let's have a chat. And even if you're not ready to come on and share your story and your service, maybe you'd like to dig deep and discover your true zone of genius. So I want to wrap up tonight. I can't wait to see you on our next week's episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to our show. And if you want to know how to tap into your zone of genius, 
or if you have a gift that you want to platform to the world, go to my website, terrymessenger.com, and where it says Elite Crown Master Key, click on Book a Free Discovery Session, and we will map out your road to success.